0: This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. That is going to do it. The clock is going to wind down. Ten seconds, nine. Eight, seven players flooding the field here at Hard Rock Stadium. Two seconds, one, and that is it. The final score: Bama fifty-two, Ohio State twenty-four. Alabama does it. Ten regular season SEC wins, an SEC championship, a Rose Bowl championship, and national championship number eighteen. Thirteen and all. Absolute
1: perfection. And that's how it sounded last night right here on WKOM. Home of the Crimson Tide Sports Network in the Learfield IMG. Welcome in TSL TriStar Sports Live presented by Parks Motor Sales J.P. playing alongside Wes Duncan. Happy Tuesday. I uh, Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, enjoyed the game last night. What a performance, Wes, by the Crimson Tide of Alabama. Championship, they say, number 18. Well, I guess we'll just take their word for it. Uh, it's a lot. It's more than anybody. And Nick Saban cemented, if he hadn't already, why he is the best coach ever, ever in college football.
2: Oh, there was no doubt. And anybody that was ever in question... Uh, I think that was put to rest in, at halftime. Uh, I mean, it was the game was everything that Alabama fans expected it to be and hope and even more. I mean, we saw all kinds of records being broken. I mean, your Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith, uh, didn't even play the second half and still set a national championship record. Had 215 yards receiving. Mac Jones threw for over 460 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, Najee Harris, I mean, uh, it was just an unbelievable show. And and I will say this, um, I was you know as every every fan was speculating, well, what's gonna, how is this gonna affect with Sarkeesian being out, you know, taking the Texas job. And Nick Saban, after the game, gave Sarkisian one of the biggest compliments. He said, you know, that's why he is the professional that he is, and that's why he will be successful. He stuck to our game plans, and he felt like he owed it to the kids to finish this out, and he called a phenomenal game. I mean, if anything, last night's offensive performance boosted Steve Sarkeesian's resume for sure.
1: Yeah, Texas is obviously getting a good coach and and somebody that has head coaching experience for sure. Um and you know, we'll see. It it obviously did well for uh, Lane Kiffin. Um you know, the Alabama or the the coaching rehabilitation camp, I guess if you will, <laughs> under Nick Saban. Uh for and, sure. And um you know, we'll see what happens for uh for Sark. Uh that's that's a tough job though uh, over in Texas. And it is, I mean, those people want instant gratification. Mm -hmm. I mean,
2: if they're not playing in the national championship next year to them in Texas, it's, it's seen as a failure. Um, and I'll say this, uh, you could generally see last night that that team, and I'm talking about the team generally had a love for each other and their coach. Uh, you know, I mentioned to you before going on the air about Landon Dickerson, the center that was hurt during the SEC championship game Mm -hmm. and tore an ACL but got in on the final play just to say that he played the national championship. Yep. And then ran over and you know picked
1: up was he the one that picked picked up up, Saban?
2: He picked up Saban (laughs) and carried him across the field. Oh boy. The 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 players I mean, when Dickerson Dickerson, ran out on the field, it was as if he had scored because the players were the love that they have for him. He's a team captain. Um, You know, some people are speculating that he may come back. I don't think so, but, um, you know, it's a quick turnaround, you know, because this morning Sarkeesian was announced as the you know, introduced everybody as the head football coach and they've got video him pulling the cannon and, I mean, he's talking on TV right now, you know, to the Texas faithful. I mean, I know Alabama fans are grateful for what he did uh, for for them. Uh, But I'll say you have to give credit where credit's due. He did a fantastic job. He had great players to work with. But you've got to give credit to Nick Saban because he changed. Uh, he changed his offensive philosophy with the game uh, when he didn't have to. I mean, he could have been st- dead set in his ways, but, I mean, he gave the reins to Sarkeesian, and as they say in sports, the rest is history.
1: Yeah, Sark, uh, fantastic job, uh, offensive coordinator, as you talked about. And, and the play calling, um, the schemes – Yeah, he had the players, but you still got to put him in the right position, and he certainly did that for sure. Here's how it sounded last night from Learfield IMG and the Crimson Tide Sports Radio Network, heard right here on the home of champions, WKOM.
0: Live from Miami Gardens, Florida, this is the College Football Playoff National Championship. Here's the throw on the out, route. it's caught and taken in for a touchdown by Devontae Smith. Back and forth and back and forth. Roll tie. Looks long. Matt finds Devontae behind the defense. He is in for a touchdown. Thank you, Mr. Heisman. Thank you, Mr. O'Brien and Unitas Award winner. Alabama does it. 10 regular season SEC wins an SEC championship, a Rose Bowl championship, and national championship number 18. 13 in all absolute perfection to me this is the ultimate team and i'm so proud of this group for what they've been able to accomplish and going undefeated and winning the national championship the alabama crimson tide the 18 time national champions
1: all right so uh you heard saban right there the ultimate team what you were just talking about west And uh when you've got obviously the you know the old saying the jimmies and joes well they've got them for sure uh, you got to coach them up. You got to put them in the right position, and to create a culture with those, um, you know, five star recruits to have them play along with each other. To you know, to be able to play in the same sandbox, if you will. Uh, right. He does that obviously better than anybody. He gets the best players. He obviously coaches them and teaches them how to play together as a team. And uh, it's it's just. Uh, I mean. What what a what a dynasty, uh, what a dynasty. I, you know, I I can't imagine we'll ever see anything like this in our lifetime. Haven't seen anything since. I mean, you know, I wasn't around much in the '70s and, and '60s and the '50s. I know there were some then, but uh, this is this is incredible. Well,
2: yeah, and it's a true testament to the players that go there because you know what you're going to get. Um, you know that if you're not prepared to work and battle and try to win your position and do the little things right, as Saban calls it, the process, you know, um, and it is a process. and, And let me throw this out there. I don't think this has been mentioned, and this just adds to the legacy of the program. This is just unbelievable, JP. Every Saban recruit that has come to Alabama has won a national title. (laughs) <laughs> At least one. No, I don't think there's a program in college football that can say that. No. No. No.
1: Uh-uh.
2: I mean, so so I know this. If I'm a high school kid and I'm, I'm being recruited by a power five or, top, you know, all these top schools, to me it's a no-brainer.
1: If you want to win a national championship, that's the place to go.
2: That's right. And, you know, if you have aspirations of going to the next level – That'd be another one, you know. what I'm saying so. Um,
1: yeah, as as I our, that, as, our yeah, is, as our friend Maurice yeah, as our friend Patton says, "Show me the lie." <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't. You can't. And and here's
2: the thing, people. Uh, you know, I read an article today. I saw an article our, our station manager Clayton Harris forwarded it to me, and I could not believe what I read. I don't know if you saw this or not, JP. The USA Today article. I did not. Where the the guy. Uh, had talked about, like, breaking up the Saban dynasty. And it pretty much was like his way of trying to help college football by taking away stuff from Saban, like scholarships and all this stuff. And I was like, now that's a cupcake answer, you know. Instead of saying, hey, let's emulate, let's do the work ethic of Saban, let's get our program better. Instead, he's saying, well, I want to win a national title too, but I don't want to do all these things. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that. I mean, and if I'm if I'm a college football program or a high school football program or any kind of organization, I'm looking at this model because it breeds success, and it rehabilitates. Like you just said, it rehabilitates people and coaches that come in and want to learn how to do things right, and then makes them successful. It spits them back out and makes them successful again. Um so there's something working you know why would you not want to emulate that
1: well yeah i mean it's you know it's you you, you could try um and it's easier said than done a lot easier said than done um and but you know you, you still have to i mean it's something special i mean not everybody you can't just this is not a blueprint
2: no i mean, mean it's they, not
1: I mean, and I mean so it's 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 hard work you, you got to be good you got to be lucky uh, you got to be persistent uh, and consistent, um, and he's all of those things. And his exactly program right. is.
2: And, and you know what? When you don't settle for anything less than mm-hmm. your best, that's what you're going to get. You know, you don't let up. That's right. It's not for everybody. It's not, and, and, you know, it's not. and that's, that's, a, that's my point. You know, because he put out a statement, you know, mediocre people don't like championship people. And championship people can't stand mediocre people. So pick your poison.
1: Yep. You know? You're, you're so excited you're talking with your hands. I can hear your drink sloshing around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really am because it, That's the it teacher gets in me you. fired
2: up. That's right. It gets me fired <laughs> up, man. I mean, just just because I've been down there and I've seen it firsthand. Yep. And... Those guys work like crazy. Matter of fact, it's pretty interesting. I can share this. I wasn't going to say it. uh, But I actually, uh, you know, I'm an acquaintance of Pete Golden, who's the defense coordinator at Alabama. Mm -hmm. And I texted him today and, you know, told him congratulations, you know, and all that, and and told him we're going to get together and talk some ball when everything calms down. And he's like, man, it's going to take me two months to rest up (laughs) because of the hours. Those guys put in hours. It's unreal the time that they put in. Yep. And like you said, it's not for everybody. Greatness
1: comes with a price.
2: It does. It does. Just like our radio station, Mm -hmm. I said this to you. I think it's awesome. The year that we picked up two programs, both won championships.
1: That's true. Yep. The home of champions, WKOM Mm -hmm. Summit High School Football, 5A state champs, first year out the gate uh, with them on 101.7. They win the state title and uh, pick it up Alabama the same year, and of course, uh, culminating in the 18th national championship. Although the odds are pretty good, you pick up Alabama eventually, you're going to get one as you just talked about. Just like the recruits, yeah, <laughs> you're you're essentially guaranteed a championship if you go play there. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I, I I'm telling you, if I would,
2: I mean, if I was a high school kid today and I had to go walk on, be the water boy, do whatever, I would want to be around greatness. But that's just me.
1: Absolutely. You know. That's why you hang around me. That's why you're on the show.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) All
1: right. Hey, uh, we want to take um, uh, our first break of the evening as uh, we've got some more news um, regarding uh, Tennessee football. Uh, New defensive coordinator, perhaps. Deal may be finalized. We'll talk about that. Um, we talked about Sark at Alabama, who could be replacing him. Got somebody that has uh, been put out there for that. Also, a little high school football news new coach down in Mount Pleasant. Story about that we'll tell you uh, coming up in reaction to the Titans um, and their loss. Look ahead to uh, the division round of the NFL playoffs. It's all part of TSL Tuesday edition, 21 after the hour. It's cold, it's clear, and we're hot and fired up on TSL, presented by Parks Motor Sales. We'll be back. all season long. Tune in to 103.7 WKRM Mule Town Radio for Columbia Lion and Lady Lion Sports. From football, basketball, baseball, and beyond, WKRM is your home for Columbia Central High School Athletics. And don't forget to join Athletics Director Kevin Creech for the Lions Den Tuesdays at 5.30 and a rebroadcast Saturday mornings at 10, where he catches up with coaches and players for the latest sports news happening on Lions Parkway. WKRM and Columbia Central High School partners in the community for nearly 75 years welcome back tsl presented by parks motor Sales. yeah debut show the lion's den tonight wes Coming up in uh, about five minutes on our sister station, WKRM, the home of the Lions, and um, Coach Creech. Creech time, as I like to call it. Creech time. (laughs) Creech time. His first guest um, is um, girls basketball coach Joshua Bug. What a job he's doing this year. Um, You know, a, a, a project, if you will, the last three years of uh, building this program back up from the ground, and uh, it is, uh, he's got it rolling this year. So if you want to find out more, again, 5.30, rebroadcast, Saturday morning at 10, also on WKRM. So um, look forward to um, that show getting off the ground. Again, debut show tonight. So um, if you want to check that out, uh, we'll, we'll put it up on social media as well uh, as we uh, get through the week. So. I know uh, you're excited about that. You've you've had some conversations with Creech um, about that, and uh, ultimately that's going to be happening on campus uh, with uh, I believe some students helping out, and uh, it's going to be a fun project.
2: Absolutely, you know, and that gets uh, you know I've got a few students that are you know have been inquiring about uh, they're wanting to do some mass calm in college and getting into broadcasting. And this is a great opportunity for them to get involved and see what it's all about and hopefully lead them in a good direction for their future so just thank kennedy broadcasting for you know hooking up with columbia central and and making this partnership happen that's i think it's great jp yeah
1: absolutely um by the way uh columbia is going to be on the hardwood tonight um here's a schedule In high school basketball tonight, you can uh, check out this full schedule at sm-tnsports.com and the schedule tab. Columbia Central uh, there at Tullahoma uh, today. Boys game only tonight. You'll hear that on WKRM. Columbia Academy girls at BGA, girls only tonight. Uh, Kolioka doubleheader at Richland. Santa Fe hosting Hampshire. Page boys and summit. Uh, so that's a boys only. You'll hear that later on tonight here on WKOM. Uh, Independence hosting Spring Hill, Summertown at Wayne County, um, and uh, Tullahoma Girls are hosting Summit. So you got Columbia Central at Tullahoma Boys, um, and then the uh, Tullahoma Girls hosting summit. The uh, Columbia Central girls are under uh, COVID restriction and quarantine at the moment. So uh, that's why they are not out there tonight. Other uh, high school news um, uh, making word today is uh, the news of uh, Mount Pleasant uh, Tigers that have had themselves a new football coach. Uh, Kit Hartsfield was announced uh, today. Uh, he'll be the new coach uh, 22 and 13 uh, in his uh, stint at uh, Blackman for three years and uh, he succeeds Bronson Bradley um in mount pleasant um chris and mo will have certainly more on that uh, tomorrow you can read the story by mo up on uh, line sm-tnsports.com if you want to find out more about that hire and uh so a uh, little uh little high school news um we talked to uh, Wes about some college news uh rocky things are rocky up on rocky top something we've talked right. about for sure it's interesting, they, they've they been on a hiring freeze. However, uh, today news coming out that uh, they are close, uh, if not having finalized already a deal to hire Kevin Steele away from Auburn as the defensive coordinator. Well, uh, look, And reading between the lines for you is what? Yeah, um, the correction. He's not hired as not a hired defensive he, coordinator. Okay.
2: He's hired as a defensive assistant. Okay. Um, and... Word on the street and the rumor mill is, is uh, you know, they're, they're hiring him because of the fact that if, when they get ready to exit Pruitt, stage left, as you would say, yeah. uh, still will step right in. And the other part of this story is that they're looking to bring back former two time coach Rodney, uh, Rodney Gardner, who has been there a couple of times already. And he was he was there. He's been a part of the Vol program for years and years and brought in a lot of great players in Tennessee. He had a pipeline. He was the recruiting coordinator that got all the kids out of Georgia and Florida and the, those areas. Uh, so that would be interesting. Uh, obviously, there's been a lot of crazy stuff on the hill going on. Uh, so we'll see. Just sit back. Uh, you know,
1: and let's watch the fireworks. Yeah, of course. Uh, Steele, um, no stranger to Rocky Top. He, um, you know, he was an assistant um, a while ago, and uh, so he's heading back there. That's interesting, though. Um, Pruitt, you mentioned defensive assistant because Pruitt essentially is the defensive coordinator, right? Uh, he, or does was. He, have, he was. He was. He well,
2: I'll say this: he had Derek Ainsley as his uh defense coordinator okay. but obviously you know he's kind of like Saban from the saving tree so he's got his it's his defense mm-hmm. he's just allowing yeah. somebody else to call it so um but you know there was Tennessee had a lot of problems from the get go uh with their quarterback situation with you know him firing a coach 3 seasons 3 games into the season um uh, you know, then COVID, they didn't play Vanderbilt. I mean, there was a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Not a good look, though, with the last game when your defensive coordinator and another your linebacker coach has to set out because of a recruiting investigation that's going on. And you notice we still hadn't heard much from that.
1: No, no. it's It's been pretty tight-lipped. I don't know if it's because they haven't found anything or they're just doing a good job of keeping it. Um, you know, keeping it to their to themselves, uh, whoever's doing it. Um, but you're you're right. It's um, uh, it's uh, it's it's been awfully quiet, awfully quiet. Yeah.
2: And you wonder if today's response or today's you know things that have transpired if they're not setting the wheels in motion. That's why I said it could be a removal of fruit.
1: It's certainly leaning in that direction, um, you know, and, and what you said about, um, you know, Steele potentially being there to kind of uh, pick up the pieces, at least on the interim perspective, or perhaps at least for a couple of years, uh, does make a little sense. Uh, and, but it's, it's interesting, if, not that you don't have sources, uh, Wes, but if you're aware of that and putting two and two together, wouldn't Pruitt understand that? bringing him in i mean how's that maybe
2: he doesn't have a choice that's true you know i mean the only thing the only thing that would be crazier is what we heard over the weekend too that the uh, local news in tennessee tennessee was reporting that jeff fisher has a huge interest in the job i mean come on phil go fisher what job do you not have an interest in <laughs> now true.
1: he's throwing it out there for everybody
2: yeah, I, I think that that is, you know, just, I use it like the, uh, you know, uh, the Molly Cyrus effect. You know, I got to try to stay relevant. Um, Jeff Fisher, I mean, everybody had forgotten about him, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh,
2: I, yeah. I think the best thing for him to do is not ever coach football in the state of Tennessee ever again.
1: Well, it depends on what level. That's no level. I mean, he, I he was even good. Trust him. He was he was a superstar in Nashville. He was a celebrity. Well, that's because they
2: they didn't know anything different. Though, that's all right.
1: Hey, uh, he he took them to Super Bowl. They've been back. I mean, you can't take that away from him. I don't know that he took them. He was, like he, was, he was a the coach. and Eddie George. He was a coach. Yeah. Uh, you know. I, you know this. You're a coach. You, uh, yeah, t- you get all the credit you. and you get all the blame. That's part of it.
2: Yeah, but he deserved a lot of the blame.
1: Well, in the end, perhaps, but uh, he had a, a a good standing, and he he yeah, he was yeah. he he uh, ushered that team from Houston to Memphis to Vanderbilt, and then ultimately into where they are now at Nissan Stadium. He he ushered them through all of that, and had them playing competitively. You know, yeah, he had a good That's run. True, he had a good run. Yeah, yeah I, I mean,
2: think Alabama fans would love to see Jeff Fisher at Tennessee. That would be. <laughs>
1: you know i don't know if he's if he's got he's been out a long time yeah. um you know but that doesn't mean that he you know i mean he could be somewhere at a small college or i don't know yeah i, I still I think mean, he could coach
2: obviously let's let's yeah. be honest and 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 i you know i don't want to kick him man while he's really down <laughs> I but know. i will Jeez. but uh, but i mean he he does have to know some sort of football i mean because you don't get to that level without knowing football
1: he was an NFL uh, coach for how long he was the longest tenured coach at any franchise when when he left um i believe when he left the titans yeah and right, that's saying something in the nfl he was there for a long time so anyway um college uh basketball tonight one game not happening is tennessee vanderbilt which was a um uh not necessarily a makeup game but a fill-in game both vanderbilt and tennessee's opponents had COVID issues? Well, turns out today Vanderbilt had COVID issues, so that game has been postponed. Coming up later tonight at uh, 6 on the SEC Network, Ole Miss at Florida, and then um, that's on the SEC Network, and then at um, 7 tonight on these airwaves, uh, Alabama basketball is in Lexington to take on Kentucky. Alabama 9-3. and three. By the way, they're undefeated, 4-0 oh in the SEC. First time I think I heard uh Clayton say this first time since the mid-80s Wimp Sanderson days. Mm-hmm. And the 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 Madras Blazer they ought to bring that back. I remember when they had didn't they have s- uh, some Madras uh, print on the court at some point? Yes, didn't they? Yeah. That that was uh, this this basketball rivalry. I remember in, in at that point in the 80s. These were the two teams. Kentucky's always been the top team, but Alabama was the second-best team without question. Uh, I think he won three SEC tournament titles, Wimp Sanderson did. They had some uh, Man, they had some good players. But anyway, uh, you can hear that tonight. Uh, coverage begins at 7, tip-off at 8 right here on WKOM 1017 on the Crimson Tide from Learfield IMG. So uh, Kentucky 4-6, and six, by the way. They're, hey, they're 3-0 you know, in, the, in the SEC, though. Have you, watched, you. have you been watching any basketball? I haven't yet. No, absolutely not. I haven't not. switched I haven't. over yet. Um, I might now not that football to. is over. No? Not at nah, all? I probably won't. You're not no. a big basketball guy, though, anyway, are you? Even
2: though I love basketball, I mean, I just don't like the way the game has went to now. Um, nobody plays defense. <laughs> uh, you know, it's whoever's got the ball is going to shoot it. I just think a lot of the fundamentals and the excitement out of the game it's gone. It's different, um, and it is totally different. And I mean, if you look at Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky. You haven't heard anything from them. I mean, because you think about um, Calipari struggling because of the way the game has these players. He's even said it in a post conference. I mean, post game conference. They don't want to play the fundamental game anymore. They want to just dribble, drive, shoot, shoot up a three, I mean, even if they're not even open. And it's and it's part to the fact that these kids are, are watching the NBA. It's trickling down into uh, college, and you're seeing it even come down into the high school level. Um, and, you know, at some point, uh, there's going to be – I mean, and that's why those teams, JP, you know this uh, – when you play fundamental basketball, that's why March Madness is so intriguing to all basketball fans because you can take a team that's not probably the most talented but does the little things and fundamental things right, and they're going to they're gonna upset these big teams.
1: Yep. No, you're right. You are right. Um, and before we take a break, a couple of other things. Uh, we mentioned uh, Alabama potentially, at least they have the um, – uh, the ire of a certain former head coach in college and the pros mm-hmm. as a potential replacement to Sark. Bill O'Brien, former Texas uh, Texans, that's a Houston Texans uh, head coach mm-hmm. um, and former Penn State head coach. Former And he was also the offensive coordinator in, of Penn State too. That's remember? right. Yep. Uh, yeah. Former OC in New England. Uh, there are um, some reports that he is the um, – I guess the front runner, maybe is that a fair way to put it, based on what you are oh, hearing? Yeah, I uh, mean that's that's that as they say, at the water. That's the word. That's the word on so the there's street. There's only been two names that have. <laughs> yeah, that's the word on the street. Word on the street.
2: Uh, there's only been two names that have been popped up, anyways. It's Bill O'Brien and you know Adam Gage, who was uh, NFL. They were both in and Miami. Adam Gates. Yep.
1: Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Miami, but and was, then also in the uh, Jets. The Jets. Yeah.
2: Uh he coached with Saban at LSU and at Michigan State, so both of these guys have some familiarity with <sighs> a, the, 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 the
1: tree, so to speak. Um but who wouldn't want that job right now? I mean, come oh, on. I know. I mean you get you get the best town in the country. Um you Best j- facilities. Yeah, I best mean- facilities. Uh all you have to worry about is is just the offense just just do that nothing else and uh you'll make good money um you got good places to eat in tuscaloosa and if you venture out to birmingham i mean come on um you know and and it's a beautiful campus alabama any sec campus is is worth uh worth being around um and uh finally before we go to break uh the latest uh, class of the College Football Hall of Fame was announced this week. And a couple of coaches, Bob Stoops, of course, Oklahoma, and Florida A&M, uh, head men for years. Um, uh, what's his first name? His last name is Hubbard. Sorry, I'm mm-hmm. scrolling to uh, to get his first name. My apologies. Uh, let's see. Da-da-da-da. Al Wilson, Tennessee Ru- linebacker. Yep, yep, Rudy Hubbard. Rudy Hubbard is the coach. Mm-hmm. Um So, two coaches, 11 players, and those players you mentioned, uh, Wilson, also uh, Harris Barton, uh, North Carolina, David Fulcher of Arizona State, Dan Morgan from Miami, Carson Palmer, Southern Cal, Tony Romo, Eastern Illinois. Yep, that Tony Romo. Uh, Kenneth Sims from Texas. Uh, I know you remember this guy, C.J. Spiller at Clemson. Yes, Um, very deserving. Darren Sproles from Kansas State. Another deserving Aaron Taylor from Notre Dame, Andre Tippett from Iowa, and, of course, as you mentioned, Al Wilson for Tennessee, and uh, he was uh, instrumental, led that defense the national championship. Mama, he was a bad man. He was. Yes, he was. was. All right, uh, so congrats to to all those guys uh, as they will be inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. All right, uh, we'll talk a little Titans. Look ahead to uh, this round of the NFL playoffs, and we'll see what else we can get into. Um, Southern Charm returning next month, I think, right? Uh, Yeah, I think uh, so. We could talk about that later. (laughs) It's been crazy. Stay tuned. TSL presented by Parks Motor Sales. We'll be back after this. yeah JP West is hanging around TSL presented by Parks Motor Cells. final segment of the program on this Tuesday night hope you uh, all out there are uh, safe and healthy and uh, hopefully hopefully you're warm tonight uh, win- winter's here man oh it is here <laughs> trust me i know winter stretching stretching her legs um, do you, um i know uh, the last time it snowed last week you got out and uh, played a little bit uh were you able to uh get a little action in um yesterday or today with uh oh, with the kiddos yeah oh we you had a little we, bit uh, more in your own yard to play with this time right yes
2: i didn't have to go anywhere this time <laughs> uh me and the kiddos built a little snowman uh it looked like the joker out there we used ketchup as a smiley
1: <laughs> Are you face kidding?
2: no i promise you it was great my wife we <laughs> oh. died laughing we were like, at least we're making some core oh. memories, you know.
1: So, with the uh, Joker, did you did you put a wig or a hat or anything? No. Uh, just painted no, it with ketchup. J- mm-hmm. Just painted it with
2: ketchup. It looked good. The kids loved it. Um, <laughs> it was just fun. I mean, it was beautiful to, to wake up <laughs> uh, and to see the snow falling. And, you know, of course, you know, the people from up north, they laugh at us because yeah. we get excited over an inch of snow. That's right. But...
1: You yeah, know, it Any. is what it is. Don't you ain't gonna steal my joy? That's no, all I absolutely say not. Yep. But it was a beautiful thing. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, we got uh, got a couple edges down here as well, and uh, it, uh, it is a beautiful sight to see. Very peaceful. And uh, you talked about it last week. That uh, it's a beautiful sign. Beautiful sign. Um, oh, Falling yes. from the sky. So, uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Fi- final segments. By the way, um, we do have some basketball. Columbia Central boys. Only tonight, uh Tullahoma. That'll be uh oh around seven thirty or so. Uh, and then Summit Boys Only Tonight. Uh you can hear that here on WKOM Columbia on WKRM. Uh, those are your homes for um for those respective schools all season long. Um, so, uh we'll see uh depending on what uh, what time that boys game, if it starts early uh, the Alabama game tonight uh, against Kentucky. We'll see. Uh, yeah, it's starts uh, at it's, eight. A, it's yeah. Uh, yeah starts today, it's a flute situation. You'll you'll get one of the one of the two. Everything is subject to change in the world of sports, so that's that's why it's you know here's what's scheduled. I just put it out there. Here's what's scheduled, <laughs> and we'll see what happens. Uh, so you've got either Summit boys basketball tonight or Alabama boys basketball tonight, if you will. Either way, H- you get some good action.
2: Hey, J.P., I just saw Mm -hmm. a stat that
1: just absolutely blew my mind.
2: Mac Jones' completion percentage for the entire season was 77.4% completion ratio. The highest in FBS history. I was going to say,
1: that's uh, rivaling um, Burroughs from last year, right? Yeah, it it,
2: it surpassed it. Yeah, Yeah. it's the highest. And then you had Najee Harris scored 30 touchdowns, the highest of any running back, which just, you know, breaks the records. I mean, so they were breaking records. I mean, it's just unreal. I don't think offensively we'll ever see, and I don't want to say ever because, you know, records are meant to be broken. But, uh, I mean, it will be hard-pressed to beat this offensive performance by the Alabama Football this year.
1: Yeah, no question about it. Um, I tell you, I, Najee, I think, I mean, this is not going out of the limb or anything, but um, I think he's going to be uh, an outstanding NFL running back. His, oh, I do too. Um, just watching him, uh, in particular, the last, I don't know, three games, I think, from the SEC championship game, uh, the Rose Bowl game, and then last night, his catch ability. And what he does after the catch. Yeah. In addition to what he could do running the football. I mean, it's, um, I, I just, I he just, and he's, you know, he's big enough, I think, to be physical. Um, oh, he's huge. Yeah. I mean, and he, uh, but yet he's, you know, it's, so I, I just, I think he's, he's going to be a different
2: style. Player. He's not as big as Derrick Henry. Uh, you know, he's not 240, he's like 215, 220, somewhere in there. But his finesse—I mean, just when you think you got him hemmed up, he's—you know—he—he's very shifty. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, he broke all the rushing records at Alabama, uh, and w- let's let's don't take anything away from the running backs that they've had. I mean, you know, Mark Ingram, Heisman Trophy candidate, mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, Heisman Trophy. <coughs> so. We know what those guys, and he's 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 going to be an unbelievable pro because of what you just mentioned. He can catch the ball. He doesn't have to come off the field on third downs. Yeah, and so, I,
1: and I think I think Mac Jones will be a a solid NFL quarterback. Um, oh, he, yeah. I, I mean, again, not going out on a limb here, but uh, compared to previous Alabama quarterbacks, of course, you know Tua and and Jalen. Uh, who are are doing okay um you know two of course obviously start with the Dolphins and, and Jalen getting some run late in the season uh with the Eagles but uh and and he may have a chance to be the, the guy in Philadelphia they'll have a new coach so we'll see what happens there but um Mac it he just you know his he's that prototypical um NFL pocket passer and you know it's they they're just uh, they're incredible and hell he was throwing to NFL receivers anyway already. <laughs> I mean let's let's face
2: this. I mean I know we're we're coming down to the last few minutes, but I mean let's think about the quarterback room at Alabama in the last three years. Yeah, there was Tua, there was Jalen Hurts, there was Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the wide receiver room. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell. I mean, holy smokes. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, it is. and then you go to the running backs, and then you go to the offensive line. I mean, but I will say this. Nick Saban made this comment, and me and Clayton talked about this earlier. The comment that he makes to all the guys who, who are thinking about coming out early. If you're not in the first round, uh, then then I would str- he he said I strongly suggest for them to come back, sure, and work on their craft, and you know uh, you know pr- project so they can get their. Let's face it, because it's every kid's dream to go yeah. to the NFL. You have more fun and, in,
1: the, in college anyway. Yeah, and
2: <laughs> ma- maximize their potential. Now, hey, you don't have to twist my arm to come back and say, hey, yeah. look, let's win another national title. Absolutely. Okay, Sure. we'll get you another $10 million. Because like you just mentioned, Najee Harris was projected to be his second, third-round pick if yep. he came out last year. Now he's projected in the first round. That's right. Is Look right. at Mac Jones. Mac Jones, preseason, they thought the freshman uh, was going to beat him out. <laughs> and, I mean, I
1: don't know. Did, here you did, go. He, re- did he even get on the field? Uh, he did to take the victory snaps. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. Hey, well, that was nice of him. Um, yeah, big win, Alabama last night. 18th national championship. You heard it right here on WKOM, home the Crimson Tide. Um, I did get confirmation. We've got Summit. We actually had a double header tonight. So, uh, standing by in just oh mere seconds, we wrap up here and uh, Queen plays us off. Uh, Summit basketball. Mike Epley standing by tonight. Oh, call. Mike!
2: Tell Mike we said hello. Yep,
1: absolutely. Uh, you just did. Thanks for tuning in. TSL presented by Park's Motor Sales. Will uh, tomorrow uh, five o'clock. we Will Rab. Will uh, join us, does each week. For Wes, I'm JP, reminding you radio still loves you. Have a great Tuesday night. Stay warm. Take care of one another. See ya. Summit basketball coming up next.